Good day, good day, good day. This is Father David with Coffee Conversations. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. We're uh, we're in the what third week of Lent here, Friday. We are. But today is a special day. What what uh, what what day is it? It's the Annunciation. The Annunciation. <laughs> I know. I uh, at Mass this morning, I had to make sure I, I said the right feast because it's it's not the Assumption. It's the Annunciation. I know. There's a lot of things to begin with. It's night. like, what uh, what time of year is it? Okay, it's spring. It's not. Uh, it's not August. And it's Friday. September. It is Friday. And there's right. a loophole. So you having a steak? <laughs> are you having a steak later? No, you know I went out for breakfast this morning, and it's like breakfast on a Friday without sausage is just not the same. Mm. Did you have bacon or sausage? You know, we talked about it. My brother and sister and my dad and I went out, and it was like today's a loophole day, mm-hmm. and we all just kind of passed on the meat. It was <laughs> still kept the. Yeah, we know. still kept it. So. So for those who are unaware of what we're we're, ta- we're talking about, so. So we know as Catholics, uh, traditionally, uh, that Fridays and Lent would be days um, reserved for fasting and abstinence. Mm-hmm. So we would we would fast from from food, which uh, doesn't nece- which doesn't necessarily mean you know just eat bread and water the entire day. Mm-hmm. But the Thank church's yeah, yeah yeah right. <clears throat> but the church's fasting laws would be two small meals and one normal meal. Which is, I mean, I don't know. In my opinion, it's probably what we should be it's eating. It's like a normal day anyway. It's probably so. what we should be eating anyway. Not three gigantic meals. Mm-hmm. Um, not eating all day, but just eating what you need. You know, I think it's really what fasting is getting at. Taking away what's unnecessary. unnecessary. Yeah, but what we can be attached to. And then uh, and then abs- you know, abstaining. Uh, abstaining from uh, meat on Fridays would be another uh, kind of traditional Catholic thing to do. Namely, that Jesus gave his life you know, on a Friday, uh, and it's as we're preparing for celebrating the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus, that we would we would, be, we would remember that too. So we mm-hmm. would abstain from from meat, um, but also that I mean I don't I don't know if you've heard this as well, but especially when the church first started, it was a lot of fishing communities, and so fish was you know, so why fish fries? Why you know why is fish a thing and not meat? There was fishing communities, so meat was, and we're, we live in a modern world where we have grocery stores and refrigeration, but most of the world's history, they have not had such things. So meat, up until, you know, relatively recently, has, has been something of a luxury and you something you wouldn't have mm-hmm. uh, very often. But now we have, you know, McDonald's and, and all kinds. <laughs> Where meat is not very, not very, very expensive. And I love giving up meat, but then going and having like lobster bisque. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's another conversation for another podcast. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so so normally we would we would do those things in Fridays of Lent. But today is what we would call a solemnity. So it's so there's feasts within the church. There are things that we celebrate uh, normally, uh, saints and major events within uh, the church's life. And so we have feasts, but there's kind of a, a hierarchy of, of things, and a solemnity would be kind of the highest level of feasts, you know, the most important celebrations. And um, and so what's the Annunciation in a, in a nutshell? Um, that the angel Gabriel comes to Mary and says, God would like you to bring Jesus into the world, and Mary said, yes. Sure. <laughs> I don't know exactly what all that means, direct but translation. okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think yeah. that's what God calls all of us to do, Correct. is to bring Jesus into the world. Right. Bring even Jesus. though we don't know what that means. Yeah, um, right. To be to be open, to be mm-hmm. to be vessels. And uh, and right. And so it's because it was through Mary's yes, her fiat, 
that we have Jesus, who is fully God and fully human, mm-hmm. and uh, came to save us all. So important feast, right? If it weren't for the Annunciation, uh, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be saved, you know, in a very real way, because Jesus wouldn't have been able to be born. Mm-hmm. So very important. So on a solemnity, the fasting laws are actually um, are taken away. So because it wouldn't be, it kind of makes sense if you think about it. It wouldn't be appropriate to uh, to be fasting to be. Uh, penitential and kind of in a posture of mourning when it's a celebration we're, when day. we're celebrating a feast mm-hmm. so so i did have a little bit of uh chicken in my salad for, oh did you for for lunch <laughs> but i still would have rather had sausage for breakfast but <laughs> it's that catholic guilt thing it's yeah, like, oh, it's yeah. Still Friday. ingrained yep. ingrained into you but yeah so it's a good day it's a good day something else that's been rather uh, uh extraordinary today is uh, something uh, Pope Francis has uh, is doing in Rome actually at five o'clock uh, our time today. Uh, what, what's uh, what's the Pope up to today? Yeah, several people have asked me. Hey, did you understand? Did you know that the Pope is going to consecrate Russia and Ukraine to God? Yeah, and I went yes. They said, "What is that, exactly does that mean?" I was like, "Well, I remember my grandma <laughs> like long ago." Would pray for the conversion of Russia. Yeah, because the Pope asked for that at the time, Mm -hmm. when it was the USSR. Yeah. Right. Um, And it seemed like prayers were helping them. Um, But now things look like they're falling apart with Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, a lot of stuff's uh, going on, right? Absolutely. The world is not a pretty place. Whether it's this situation or just, um, just a lot of situations around the world, a lot of people who have had to flee their, their homelands, right? I mean, it's incredible. We don't really think about it. We lived such a blessed life in many ways that we didn't realize how many people around the world like live in refugee camps. Um, and this is just a fact, not to say like commenting on how they got there or why they're still there right. or whatever. I mean, just it's just a fact that there is a, a decent percentage of the world's population that live in refugee camps and temporary structures for not just days, weeks, but sometimes years and sometimes even decades of their yeah. lives thing that breaks my heart is you see these moms or dads or grandmas or grandpas with these little kids like three or four or five right. years old and um, mm-hmm. and they look like any of our kids right here yeah. you know that that this could be any of us that all these folks want to do is just have a normal life and raise their kids and yeah. and all this destruction happens around them yeah yeah it's it's sad it's heartbreaking and uh, and the pope has responded to some requests from people to to do this consecration, uh, so well today we just want to we want to talk about like what does it mean to consecrate something? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to bless something? You know, in the church we have we have blessings, so we'll kind of we'll kind of answer the question by talking about blessings, talking about what blessings are, uh, and then kind of finish with like giving a sense of like what does it mean to to consecrate mm-hmm. Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Jesus. So, uh, so think about what's a, what's a blessing. If you could just put it in words, like what what is a blessing? I think when we ask God to bless something, we're asking God to help us to see God's presence in that object or that object would bring us closer to God. So my favorite thing to bless are animals that St. Francis Day right. or stuffed animals with the little kids. That we pray that that this pet would help us to see God's love. Um, whether it's because they're always happy to see us when we come home Mm-hmm. Or for having a bad day, they're still sitting on our lap and happy. That God's love is a lot like that. 
Yeah. Um, or a rosary where people are praying the rosary that that rosary brings them closer to God. Right. Is there any special things you enjoy blessing? Uh, yeah, as a up? priest, one of the things you do, uh, house blessings. Mm-hmm. So like when someone moves into a new home or, or this or that, you can go over and uh, and bless the house. And it's a whole ritual. There's some prayers and then you take holy water and you, you can go through. I go through every room. That's <laughs> so what some, I do, yeah. Sometimes families are expecting that. Sometimes they're not. Like, <laughs> so they're what? like, oh, don't go in there. And so, that's the point is God really wants that room. Correct. Right. We want to we want to sanctify this thing. We wanna, mm-hmm. Yeah. What is a what is a blessing? It's uh, you're you're claiming something for the kingdom. You're you're setting it apart. Uh, you're 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 blessing it. You're giving it a certain identity uh, of being a part of God's kingdom. Uh, yeah. When Jesus was here, you know, he said, "What the kingdom is, is here, but not yet. Mm-hmm. It is now, but not yet." Well, there's. The not yet part is we we still need to claim things for God to to invite God into places of our world, places of our lives, places of our hearts, and uh, a blessing is simply is, it's it's an invitation for God to, to dwell. I think within something. Right, and it makes sense having that prayer in a home that right. God's presence would be in the home, and right. I think the prayers even say something like that. Right. Um, I'd say the probably the most interesting I think I blessed was. Right after my diaconate ordination, so after being ordained a deacon, I uh, I blessed my cousin's semi truck. So that was that would have been cool. Did yeah. he let you drive it? No, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think oh. I would have. I wouldn't have wanted to drive it. <laughs> Four wheels is enough. Yeah, I don't know if eighteen wheels. Right. So that was that was pretty cool. And a lot of times, blessing too is like we're asking God's protection. Mm-hmm. So when we bless young drivers or their cars. Right. Um, and we give them the little St. Christopher medal. You know, we're asking God's protection that they make good decisions mm-hmm. and that the car would bring them closer to God, not farther away. Right, right. So, yeah. So in the church, we have one of the one of the roles is the church, or roles of the church is to, to bless and to sanctify the world, right? At the end of the gospel, you know, Jesus says, go and baptize all nations. You know, essentially, I mean, literally, yes, we need to baptize people. We need to bring them into relationship uh, with him, but we need to sanctify the world. Like it's 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 not perfect yet. It's it's not heaven yet, and we're we're called to to bless things. And the more we bless, the more that we're reminded of the journey. We're reminded of God's presence with us uh, in in our lives. So, and there's certain I don't want to say the best word I can think of is degrees of blessing or or yeah. blessings that are more official or mm-hmm. more um it, it the church is present there's I a greater guess. weight a greater significance mm-hmm. to to them yeah so what we want to do now is kind of talk about the different levels of of blessing that we see uh in the church so think about who who can bless well we have this book of blessing that mm-hmm. helps us know what um, a lay person can bless which is mm-hmm. pretty much their kids and pretty much to set aside anything in their lives. But then you or I, as a priest and a deacon, we have a little bit more official um, role mm-hmm. as setting something aside. Because people will bring mm-hmm. us rosaries or pets yeah. and yeah. say, can you bless this? Or holy water. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, Yeah, so namely everyone. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone can bless. Any, any baptized person uh, can, can bless something. Uh, by virtue of their baptism, of mm-hmm. their being, of their being claimed by by Christ, you know, for the church, for the, for salvation, uh, that because they are 
they are baptized, they they have a priest. So we, when someone's baptized, they're they're baptized priest, prophet, and king. You know of Jesus. Does that mean they can say mass? <laughs> Doesn't mean they can say mass, right? Um, but it means that we can we can pray prayers and we can bless. Them, you know, we can bring God's blessing upon things. Um, you know, there's a difference between the common priesthood of all the baptized and the ministerial priesthood. So it's the ordained priesthood. Uh, but yeah, but in a real sense, you can we can you can bless your kids, you can bless your food, you can bless. Um, yeah, all kinds of stuff. So it's a good idea to have some holy water around the house. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to to bless uh, to bless things, it's a good idea. Yeah, I just blessed some holy water for my dad. Yeah, because he ran out. He goes, "Could you bless some more water?" <laughs> but he uses it when he prays the rosary and yeah, um, sprinkles it around the house. Yeah, um, yeah. When he has a special intention. Totally. Yeah. So we'll, we'll I'll try to find a link of some some blessings that lay people can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll include that in, in the in the link. So yes, everyone can 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 bless. Uh, but then the next year, as Deacon Bob was saying, is so those who are ordained, they do they have different blessings. You know the you know the laity can't simply do any blessing you know that would be possible. Uh, that certain blessings will be reserved for for priests and deacons. Um, not 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 because they're better you know, yeah, or anything, no. but in the sense of it's just that's their role within the church and. Uh, and as a, as an ordained person, you 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 you're and you're representative of the church in a in a, in a really more profound way uh, than just uh, just your your average layperson mm-hmm. because of what they because of what God wants to do. So normally the blessings that priests and deacons do would be surrounding uh, sacraments or sacramentals. So priests and deacons would bless holy water. Um, they would bless religious items. They would bless um, I don't know what else. Um, people, people. Well, right, right. Buildings. People, people, buildings, people's buildings, things. You know, mm-hmm. where there would be kind of a more formal blessing that would have, kind of have more formal, formal prayers, and would kind of carry with it the weight of the church. And there might, there might be water, and there might be oil, there might be you know, you know, something mm-hmm. kind of going along with that. And then the the, the third level uh, of blessing would be blessings that. Um, even it wouldn't would wouldn't be proper to bishop or uh, deacons and priests, but would be proper to bishops, who kind of have uh, even a fuller sense of uh, representative of the church and a representative uh, of the apostles. And I think this is where we get into the conversation of uh, of consecration. So that's kind of drawn back to our original mm-hmm. uh, original thought of you know the the pope today is is consecrating Russia and Ukraine mm-hmm. to the Immaculate Heart, right. And what he's doing is he's raising up the people of those two countries and asking God to be with them in a really profound way. Mm-hmm. Right. So a consecration uh, is a blessing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and we would say it's a it's a blessing that would be that would that would be of a certain significance, a certain importance, that would normally be reserved uh, to a bishop because of that. So there can be a consecration like uh, of an altar in a church. Uh, there can be a consecration. Uh, of a bishop himself, like so, the the ordination of a bishop is called a consecration. That's a pretty significant moment or event. And uh, what else? We have consecration of of uh, consecrated virgins. Uh, mm-hmm. So so women who want to devote them li- their lives totally uh, to God in service of the church, that their lives become become consecrated. And that's actually an ancient tradition uh, with within the church that their whole lives are are, are blessed. Uh, for for service of God, I remember one of my friends asked if I would be at this 
service when she was consecrated as a consecrated virgin. Oh, wow. Um, it was pretty cool. That's really great. Yeah, one thing we have coming up, too, in Holy Week, in a couple of weeks, is the Chrism Mass. So all the priests and uh, deacons and lay people and anyone who wants to come gathers with the bishop downtown Cleveland at the cathedral. And there's uh, actually a, a blessing uh, within, within the context of Mass. The, the bishop will, will bless or consecrate the chrism oil. So the chrism oil we use for uh, baptisms, uh, confirmations, and then it's also used for, for ordination uh, as as well, so oil is something that can be can be consecrated if it's used as chrism, and the bishop is the one who who right. consecrates that oil, and then the chrism is what we use at baptism when mm-hmm. we anoint the person priest, prophet, and king. Right, right. That the person is priest in the fact that we bring God and people together, mm-hmm. and prophet looking for those people that need God's love the most, and king making society just yeah yeah ordering and, uh, ordering it and governing it well mm-hmm. right so and really um it's kind of kind of fun facts right but uh i mean the the bishop is really the the ordinary or the the usual minister of these sacraments so like uh in reality uh, the bishop is the the one who is most proper to to baptize to do all of the sacraments but obviously he's only one person mm-hmm. and can't be everywhere at all times so so he entrusts um that role to the priests and the deacons of the parishes uh, so that they can baptize, so that they can uh, administer the sacraments kind of in his, uh, in, in his name. Mm-hmm. So, so today, this is kind of where it ties into our, uh, our first point, so that today uh, the, the Pope, the Bishop of Rome, has asked all the priests around the world at Mass to pray an, uh, an act of consecration, a prayer of consecration for the peace of the world, but also particularly Russia and, and Ukraine, that, uh, yeah, today this is, this is, it's all coming from, uh, from the Pope, who is the Bishop of Rome. And this, this, this blessing that we're being asked to pray, um, yeah, is coming from him. And we're, we've all been invited to kind of participate uh, in his, in his prayer. And I think an important point is we each have to bring God's peace and God's love into the world. Um, Back during G.K. Chesterton's time, there was a paper that posed the question, what's wrong with the world? And G.K. Chesterton just wrote back, Dear sirs, I am sincerely Mm. yours, G.K. Chesterton. (laughs) Hmm. I think as we're praying for the people in Russia and Ukraine and for peace and we raise them up, we also have to raise ourselves up and ask God to help us be peaceful people who, who bring reconciliation as opposed to destruction and and hate or pain right right yeah and i noticed that even as i was praying the prayer uh, today at mass that it really before you even mentioned before way before it mentions russia or ukraine mm-hmm. or any of that anything of that situation um it's a really a petition to mary saying like we have sinned yeah we have fallen away we have been unrepentant like we have been like we need healing as as a a people as a world as a church um like we have grown selfish you know in different ways uh and it's just it's it's good to us to acknowledge that at times right that um yeah we've all fallen away in some ways but we also need to pray uh, for the world and for these particular situations so that god uh can god can be can be present with them so we do have to start with ourselves right but we also need to to intercede uh, and pray for uh, 
uh, God's blessing upon the world. So, yeah, just a little bit about blessings, consecrations, all those things. So think about, you know, what's around you? What's it, what, what's in your house? You know, what's, uh, what, what needs to be blessed? What needs to be, you know, really given over to God? What, what in our lives need, God, does God need to be invited into? And, um, yeah, and don't, be, don't be afraid to bless. Or ask to have something blessed. Right. Um, Indeed. That's why we're here as yep. priests, priests and deacons. Now, <laughs> we can't go to every single family household, probably in St. Gabriel's. I think there's like 4,000 of them. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, but one but yeah. at a time we could. <laughs> but, but we want to we, we get out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, a blessing to be able to do. To bless <laughs> for all of us. Indeed. <laughs> So, all right, can you lead us, pray? Out in, lead us out in prayer? Let's lead us Father, Son, out. Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm. Lord God, we ask you to bless our lives, protect us, open our hearts and our minds that we might be able to bring your love and your peace to the people in our lives. And we offer up to you Ukraine and Russia and all the places in the world where there's suffering and strife. We ask you, Lord, to transform and protect and bring your love to all people involved. And we ask these things as we ask all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. All right, guys, have a blessed uh, week. Enjoy. Keep moving through uh, Keep moving through Lent, and uh, Easter's on its way. God bless.